Oh yeah. The following program is in no way representative of the high quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. I see you over there pumping your fist. Yes, dude. Of course I am. Of course. I love that after all these years, you're still excited to make great radio. Yeah, man. 100%. Welcome to the five count. Here it is. It's still here. You thought maybe we wouldn't be here, and most people did, and some people wished that, but ton keeps on ticking. Like that damn bunny with the drum. Yeah, dude. Just like the bunny. Wow. Can you imagine? Just drumming like a bunny. What does that even mean? There's a commercial with a bunny. Does that bunny still exist? Uh, He's he's still going, if that's what you mean. Is that the copper top? Uh, It's Energizer. It's Energizer. Nobody buys copper tops. I do. That sounds made up. The copper top. Is that the guy that died in the Goonies? No, it's Duracell. It's well, the, which is it? Dur- Duracell is the copper top. Which one was the battery that Michael Jordan advertised in his oh, underwear? Dude, I don't know. Is that Rayovax? Could you imagine? What was the one with the cat on the battery? The cat? Had a little black cat. Yeah, dude, what was on that? The nine volts. What was that? You used to put them in grandma's flashlight? Yes, I know that. What was that? Is a black one, black battery with a black cat on there, right? Or was it a different colored battery? I think it was silver. I remember. Yes, dude, what was that? I don't know. Dust. You don't got to get hot about it. I'm just. It's this music is getting me pretty ramped up. I was reminiscing about batteries. Man. Ton used to work at Radio Shack. So this is kind of his wheelhouse. A lot of RC cars, various battery types. Was that Rayovac? No. Was that what it was? It was Black Cat batteries. It was so good, that battery. It was so awesome. Marketing worked with that battery. Obviously not, because you don't even remember the name or the color. (laughs) Oh, man. This is some awesome talk right now. I'm looking it up. Found it. Did you? It was called... Ever Ever Ready. Ever Ready. Yes, dude. 
with a cat that looks like the gremlin that was made out of electricity. Yeah, man. It, red battery. The red 9-volt. Nine 9-volt nine transistor battery. Everybody had Navaretti. Wow. Wow. Man. And those big silver batteries. Those were just crap. Is this the plan for the evening? Do you do you remember that you'd ha- you'd get some toy that took like nine C batteries and then you'd you'd spend a fortune. Your mom would spend a fortune on some EverReady C batteries and they're giant chrome silver batteries. And you thought, oh yeah, we're going to be ready now. We're going to be ever ready with these bad boys. <laughs> and you put the nine C batteries in your toy, and the toy then weighs thirty seven pounds, and then. Because of that, the toy works for about three and a half minutes, and then those C batteries are toast. Do you remember that? I do. Thanks a lot for drudging that up. Or you put three of them in your flashlight, and then it's like you use it that when it you put it in there, oh, yeah, it's flashlight, and then you put it in the drawer, and then three months later when you need it because the power went out, it doesn't work anymore. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Welcome to The Five Count, the show where we discuss old batteries in great detail. Wow. Do you remember that giant square battery that they used when they first had those electric lanterns? Yeah, for grandma's flashlight. Yeah. Huge square battery. Wow. And it still sucked. You know what battery doesn't suck? Was I supposed to guess? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know a battery 100% does not suck? The ones that had the tester on it that you pinched so hard you left indentions in your fingers? No, that one still sucks. Oh. I think I have some of those at home. They're terrible. Ones that you leave in the freezer because somebody told you one time that that made batteries come back to life, which it totally doesn't? It doesn't at all. My mom did that. Wow. No, dude, the battery that does not suck at all is the sweet, huge lithium-ion battery that's in my one wheel that's underneath my feet right now as we're doing this show. Thank you so much, Billy Floyd Shouts, everyone who has supported me on this journey. I now have a one wheel. Ton has a pit bull now. I, I Seriously, it's almost a pit bull. You could hook on. You could probably hook it on. I'll figure it out. Does that board work on water? Dude, you I don't bojo. know. Does <laughs> that board work on water? Those boards don't work on water. Oh, uh, Ton, I got some news that I should have shared eight minutes ago. Okay. We've got an exclusive interview on the program tonight. Really? The Five Count brings all the celebrity guests and big-time rock and roll stars. And tonight is no exception, Ton. Really? And I'll tell you why. Please tell me. On the program tonight... Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, drummer for the Yardbirds, Jim McCarty. Wow. Founder and drummer for the Yardbirds. Wow. You know the Yardbirds? Yes. The band that Eric Clapton, the guy that you are trying to look like. I try to look like him every day. Was in for like a year and a half. That's awesome. Jeff Beck was in the band. Yeah, he was. And I would say probably the better guitarist of those two. Jimmy Page was in the band. (laughs) Dude, what? Yes. Uh, Jim McCarty was in the band because yeah, he started it and he's still in the band. He's still in it and now he's on this show. Uh, 60 years later, he's still in the Yardbirds. Wow. He's also got a new book out. It's called 
She walks in beauty. Mind blown. My quest for the bigger picture. This is going to be awesome. And he's on the show tonight. The freaking Yardbirds, ton. Awesome. I mean, didn't they invent heavy rock? Yeah, I think yes. Isn't that a thing? I think basically yes. Boyalov! That's what Ton always says. <laughs> ton, why are you doing that? Boyalov! <laughs> yes. That's answer for everything. Dude, that's going to be awesome. That means this show is going to completely rock. Well, I don't see how there could be any other outcome, considering yeah. we've been on the air now for uh, almost 18 years. Awesome. And I think we're getting better as the weeks go on. Definitely a lot hunkier definitely i don't think you can argue that you cannot argue it listen to ton i mean he still got it i uh still have a letter from john in new Ulm right here for the ton to read it says i got a text message from john in new Ulm also it's also addressed to a sir dustin wilmes that's amazing that's me wow i didn't know you were a sir were you gonna read this text right now or I guess I could. If you're done bragging about all your expensive gadgets. Yeah, dude. Let's hear the text. This was sent into the five count hotline. We have our own hotline. The five count hotline. 507-519-2030. You can call that number. You can text that number. You can leave us a voicemail. We will love you forever. John Newalm decided to send a text message. It's kind of like a, a letter, but through the air. Thank you for explaining that. Would I break any copyright rules if I would sing or have background music if I ever leave a message? If you can get Ton to Google Elvis movie preview, watching that is way better than looking at actor pick. To be honest, looks like great job recreating things from his past, etc. Might have sad ending. Well, he does die, John. Spoiler alert. I actually remember the day he died. Oh, I guess he already knew that. Long distance air high five to you, John. Did you get any of that? Wow, what a guy. John, you are welcome to sing or play anything you like if you want to leave us a message yeah man go for it no message is too annoying no question is too stupid you can even go on an angry tirade all the swears you have ever known or learned in the past go for it string them all together yeah but by all means sing us a tune i would love it um i will have to check out that trailer um Sorry, I just got like real jungly in here. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, so I am not old enough to remember when when he died, um, but my mother talked to talked to me about it quite a bit when I was a kid growing up. Like she remembers exactly where she was and everything when you know when they heard about his passing. Pretty cool. My mom went to his house still, like when. When it was first kind of like put up where you could go and visit, you know. You mean Graceland? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, she went to Graceland. When it, it just was, seems, it sounds funny when you say uh, she went to his house. Yeah, I went to his house. Like they, uh, she came over and had a snack or something. Yeah, <laughs> and they, and, yeah, definitely not when he was alive, no. But it was early. Um, I wish she had like pictures of it, but she doesn't really. 
Uh, she has some memories of it, but I'm I'm guessing even the stuff that she saw at that point was very different than some of what you know is still there. But I I do know they rotate the what's on display pretty often. Do you think your house might be something similar someday? God forbid if ever anything were to ever happen to you. I mean, probably not. Would I mean, you like it to be? Because. I'll yes. make it happen. Yes. Because I'm guessing sometime in the next two weeks, you will have died from a one-wheel accident. Really? And Full then I'll, on. I'll need to carry on your legacy. Full death by one wheel? I just hope you're filming it at the time. Death seems extreme. You know, a lot of people have been asking me that and, and talking about that, and I, you know, I chose not to. I was really debating. Not to die? If I was going to start a new channel and like one wheel ton and start with the unboxing of this bad boy and all this stuff. But you know what? I decided against it because I'm, I'm just going to enjoy this thing and not turn it into a job. You mean like the radio show did for me? Sure. Yeah, Yeah, sure. It's probably a good idea. I'm just going to ride it and have fun. And you know, I don't know. Wish I could have fun. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. The app is really cool. It'll. It you through the one wheel app. You can already. There's like a map, and I can just open up the map, and it shows me other one wheelers, like in town and in trails or whatever, like routes they've ridden and junk, and uh, so you can communicate with them, other people that have one wheels, and set up group rides and stuff. So you can like make one wheel friends, which I think is pretty cool to like for a community aspect but i'm i don't see myself making that happen do you think you'll be able to maintain your old non one wheel friends oh yeah okay well it's just you you're you're that's it. what i mean i don't yeah i think i'll be mostly just riding the one wheel to work and back and then um whenever i get a side chance to do it I mean, tonight, I just got it today, and I was riding it around on my back patio where, like, my daughter wanted to be outside, and she was trying to pretend to be, I don't know, what is, is it, Ghost Spidey? She's into Spidey and Friends now, and there's, like, a girl one. Ghost Rider, I think you're thinking of. And she's... Uh, like the ghost who writes things? No, she's a, she's a Spidey girl who has who can fly. Are you thinking of John Goodman? No, not at all. He was in that Spider movie? It's a cartoon show called Spidey and His Amazing Friends. You're thinking of Firestar? No, I'm thinking about Spidey and His Amazing Friends. (laughs) From the 70s? No, from like right now. And there's a girl one. And then she wanted me to be Green Goblin. The hell are you talking about? She said, pretend your new one wheel is Green Goblin's hoverboard. And so I chased her around. In the yard and everything. Pretty fun. All right. Don, do you think music is a fun thing people might enjoy? 100% yes. Please, let's jam. Let's rock out. Next segment, maybe I'll read this letter. What it's do you? be awesome. What kind of song do you think would be the best way to start off a jamming and or a rocking? Well, like a rock and roll jam song. Oh, yeah. Something from the Yardbirds or what? No, Can we'll do that later. That? Oh, later. Because we've got Jim McCarty on the show, drummer, founder for the Yardbirds. Maybe Mushroomhead then, just to kick things off? You know, that's uh, usually what I fall back on. Straight to Mushroomhead. 
This is the five count. Straight to Mushroom Hand.
don't hardly know where to begin. I remember we were cruising home from a Beatles concert. I'd had such a wonderful evening sitting there watching my baby screaming and tearing her hair out and carrying on. She was so full of life then. Well, we were about three miles from home when all of a sudden it started to rain. And I do mean rain. I couldn't hardly see nothing. Well, we kept driving for about another mile when all of a sudden I see this stalled car right smack in front of me. Well, I wasn't about to slam on the brakes because it didn't have none to start with. So I swerved to the left, and what do I see? Some mush head on a motorcycle heading right at us. And I knew at last, me and my baby were about to meet the leader of the... Pack. Well, when I come to, I looked around, and there was the leader, and there was the pack, and over there was my baby, and over there was my baby, and way over there was my baby. I want my baby back. It's been many months now since that fateful night And you know something I've tried Believe me, I have tried But I just can't make it without my baby So, I've decided I'm gonna have her back one way or another Oh baby, I dig you so much <laughs> Hot dang pay dirt This is Crystal from Cat Dad. You're listening to The Five Count. Dabba, 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 dabba
into my life Let's roll up to be a single star in the sky I hear you calling me I wanna word you up into my life Let's love up to make a single star in the sky To you
Hi, this is Lisa Welchel from The Facts of Life, and you're listening to The Five Count. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. Hey, baby, get my soul. Thought I was your only vato. Hey, baby, get my soul. Please don't leave me this emotional. Come on, baby, turn around. Let me see your pretty blue eyes. Don't you know that I love you? Please don't leave me dancing more, though. Hey, baby, get my soul. Thought I was your only vato. Here it is. Hey, baby, que paso? Uh, uh. Thought that ton was your only vato. <laughs> oh, man. What a time. What a night. What a day. You don't know what day, time, or place we are at right now. You know, I don't. I really don't. There's just too much happening in my life for me to keep track of even what state I'm currently in son has a letter he's trying to read it through the envelope by holding it up to the light although it's addressed to him so he could just open it i'm open i just wanted to see so i don't rip any of its contents i got a letter here from john and new Alm. oh man let's see what we got here 
He's the only one who has our P.O. box. John never disappoints with the coupons, let me tell you. Let me tell you. 75 cents off when you buy any two M&M Snickers or Twix or Twix chocolate products. Wow. Wow. Dust. Twix chocolate products. Are there any other types of Twix? Oh, dude, are you kidding me? $1.25 on any two Blue Bunny loaded Sundays. Save a buck twenty-five. Why do you got to buy two of everything? But a dollar twenty-five off—that's massive! Holy number two in your pants. Save an entire dollar on any one Halo Top pint. These are good. Halo Tops are good. One dollar off. Holy that's a rich cow. man's ice cream. Holy cow! Save a dollar on twist cones, Blue Bunny. Save a dollar on Blue Ribbon. What is this? Half gallon. Wow. John, did you rob a Schwann's man wow. or something? Look at these, dude. This is ice cream special right here. John. My daughter would just say thank you so much, John. That's amazing. What would you say? I would also say thank you so much. Dust, you want to get some of these? You, you need No, it was these. for you. You need some of these half gallon coupons right here, bro. I could go for a half gallon of just about anything you could think of. Give me a half gallon. Just give me a half gallon. <laughs> Just give me a half gallon. All right. Justin and Dustin. Hey, don't give out our government names. I don't know what these uh, these little triangle things are. That's uh, cursive writing. Oh. Justin and Dustin. Ladies think you're both hot. <laughs> Medium-sized period. I think well, you're both cool. So I enclosed some coupons for ice cream for the hot days to keep you cool. Oh, I get Listen it. Listen to this guy. The person with a Nokia G300 phone who needs to turn airplane mode on, then off to get my texts. Crap. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, that's a... Uh... Crap, all in uppercase. John. That's uppercase crap. John, New Ulm. What up? Oh, dude, he wrote this on Friday the 13th. Wow. Help those coupons aren't expired or cursed. Wow, dude, wow. Just what a lovely way to start out a letter. Ladies think you're both hot. Wow. John, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate your letters, John. The thing is, have we heard back from Nikki at all? No, but I do have a voicemail from Jer Bear. I want to know if she was. He's a bear. How she felt about that uh, confirmation on on myself cruising motorcycle by Swiss. Boom. 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 John, listen to this. Okay. Oh, hello there. This is uh, Jerry from Rochester. And I was just going to give you an update on my quest to go to Lesur. I Today, right now, I should be in Lesur. But once again, because of certain circumstances, I couldn't make it to Lesur again. Oh. Why is it so hard to get to that town? So now I'm hoping Memorial Day weekend I can get to Lesur. 
there's a church there that has this wall. I remember I used to ride my bike on it. it has this big leaning wall, and I gotta go on again. I gotta check it out. And then, you know, I just gotta cruise that little mall area, and uh, I just gotta go there. It's one. It's on my list. And uh, why is it so tough? Can somebody please take me to Lesur? I really want to. And they, is there anything with a sausage fest there? Do they still have that, or? But, uh, you know, and, you know, everybody out there in Mankato, keep on rocking and rolling. Sam's on a motorcycle now. I'm, I'm getting them all wrong. Here I thought it was this boring dad person. Now he's cruising around with his hair flying all over. I guess that was it. Dang, man. What the heck? Jer Bear. I think well, the church he's talking about might be First Lutheran Church has a slanted wall. Okay. I don't think it's meant to double as a bike ramp. Um, as far as the sausage fest goes, you'd have to ask Ton about that. That's more of his kind of thing. <laughs> I've never been to a sausage fest in the sewer, but I'm guessing there's plenty of that happening there. They have giant days where you eat a lot of corn on the cob. Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe he was that's thinking a, that's of that. a similarly phallic food. And Jerbear, obviously you must not know me that well. Otherwise you'd know that I've had a motorcycle since I was five years old. So of course. Of course I'm riding motorcycle. <laughs> Are you going to Lesur anytime soon? <laughs> Definitely not. You could go to the Valley Green Square Mall with Jerbear. I have ridden my motorcycle through Lesur before though. On purpose? Not really. I was just riding all these back roads, like, over my Madison Lake, and I just was cruising. It's like when I first got my newest bike, my Ducati, and I was just cruising, and then all of a sudden I was like, hey, I'm entering a town. And then I was like, dude, I'm in the sewer. What the heck? And then I ripped right back out of there. I was, like, gone. Yeah, that's typically not a destination, a purposeful destination. (laughs) And if Bear is going on Memorial Weekend, I will not be in town, so I definitely can't hang out on Memorial Weekend. I will be up north in a cabin. Up north? I bet you Bear would like to tell you to stick it up north. He probably would. He gets real upset. Well, you're messing with the man's livelihood and dream of going to Lesur. And go and get penny candy at Dubers. He needs to just go to the sewer already. You know what I'm saying? Just go there, dude. What's the deal? What is the deal? I don't know. What's It's the five count. What's your deal? Yeah, what's your deal? If you're in the dorms, why not give us a call? 507-519-2030. Are the kids still in school or have they left? No idea. It's May 21st. No idea. Have they moved away? Have the bars been a little less frequented? Can you explain anything? Have you been to the Tross as of late? No. Is it Slim Pickens at the Tross? It doesn't exist anymore, and I never get on campus anymore. Because we've been shunned. It's not true. I just got an invite for a, a meetup with snacks and refreshments are you going not by myself (laughs) Uh, you're the straw that stirs this drink yeah we'll have to talk about it i can't go solo i probably can't eat any of the snacks i'll eat your snacks i know you how about you schmooze and i snack 
That's why we're the perfect team. Probably a good team, yeah. Probably a good setup. All right. Well, you can, you we'll, can get in good with the morning show. We'll talk off air. I'll stand in the corner, eat cheese and crackers. Yeah. And give people dirty looks. <laughs> it's a good plan, actually. It's a good plan. Sounds like my prom. Man. Nice. Ton, I don't know if you knew this. If you're just joining us, which is odd because this is your show. <laughs> Should have been here. I've been here. I've been here the whole time. Uh, we've got an exclusive interview with Jim McCarty. He's the founder and drummer for the Yardbirds. Awesome. One of the most important rock groups, I think, ever. You could argue. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a rock and roll Hall of Famer, for crying out loud. That train kept on a rolling. Man. A lot like this show. People are amazed when they see how long you've actually still been around. They really are. It's interesting when you tell people and they're like, what? Just think when we uh, hit 60 years, what do you think that'll be like? I, I don't know. Can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine that actually happening. 60 years of the five count? We only need 52 more years. That's a lot. That would put you uh, mid-90s? You said I'm going to be dead next week from a one-wheel incident. But your memory will live on. My memory will live on. Wow. Through me and the new co-host that I replace you with the following week. So then I have no idea what the show is going to be like 60th anniversary. Why are you so sure I'm going to die next week? Not sure, just... That's creepy. I feel like you're cursing me Just concerned. Listen, in your honor, we'll we'll keep the name the five count. Yeah. But we'll take the O out of count. Like, you know, because your name has an O. Yeah. So we'll take the O out of count. You know, if you really think about that a little bit, that might not be the greatest of ideas. It's in the planning stages. <laughs> still. It's really just. I'm think, still mourning right now. Yeah, just think about. Upcoming death. Okay. <laughs> It's a work in progress. I'm going to take it easy on this thing. I've only gone like 6.8 miles per hour. That's not that serious. Well, it's about to get serious, Ton, because we've got our interview with the Yardbirds, Jim McCarty. Awesome. We're on the phone today with the one and only Jim McCarty, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, longtime drummer, founder for the band, the Yardbirds. And he has a new book out. It's called She Walks in Beauty, My Quest for the Bigger Picture. Jim, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay. My, my pleasure. Uh, well, first of all, you've uh, got the new book out, She Walks yes. in Beauty, My Quest for the Bigger Picture. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new book? Uh, well, it, it was all inspired, really, by, by my, my wife, actually... <clears throat> passing uh, it was almost a couple of years ago um and it was such a shock to me i, I really wanted to uh, look into it uh, and find out where she'd gone you know and uh, i i sort of thought about death a bit before but um not really a lot and um i you know i had different ideas so i pursued various things I looked into near-death experiences and then into mediums, and I ended up actually doing 
a course in mediumship with a, an American medium called Suzanne Giesman, who was actually, uh, initially she was in the, the U.S. Navy at one time uh, as an officer, and, and she left um, when when her, uh, her stepdaughter died in Iraq. She got uh, struck by lightning and she became a medium. Um, and so I, stu I studied and um, I, I found how, I found out how to communicate with my wife uh, and uh, um, it became rather, you know, rather exciting. So I thought, you know, oh, I, I, I'll put this into a book because uh, it's interesting and uh, it might help people that are in the same boat as me, you know, because it was very difficult for me. <clears throat> and uh, it became easier and easier the more I could I could communicate, and so many wonderful things happened, and uh, it, it was a great story to tell. Excellent, yeah, I know you had a book out previously that dealt a lot with your music career and everything that came with that, but this one seems you know a lot more personal and kind of looks at things from a different angle, as you mentioned. Yes, the the, the, the original book nobody told me. I, I actually wrote with a, a guy called Dave Thompson, uh, who's an English uh, rock writer that lives in America. And, and he came on board on this one, too. And I was quite surprised because, you know, he's written like 150 rock books, rock and roll books. <laughs> and then he he came into this one and uh, he said, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. I, I love all this stuff. And uh, so we had a lot of fun doing it. Well, I imagine uh, the new book uh, wasn't easy to write after your wife passed, uh, but I imagine in a way maybe the process uh, kind of helped you process things at the same time, as you mentioned, kind of sort things out. Well, it did. It, 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 yes, it was a, it was a, you know, a source of a lot of healing for me, um, uh, and I could get a lot off my chest, and uh, I, I felt as if um, she was involved as well. So it was like a, you know like a combination uh, and it, it drew me nearer to her and her nearer to me uh, it was a very nice um thing to be able to do and i'm, I'm glad dave got on board because he was so sympathetic and so you know uh into the idea he, he was almost talking to her himself <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, uh, the new book she walks in beauty my quest for the bigger picture i know that's just out and were you, uh, Jim, writing any music during the last couple of years in addition to the book? I know everyone's had a lot of downtime, obviously. Uh, yes, yes. I've, um, yeah, I've, I've found it a bit difficult, obviously. But, um, yeah, the, the music's coming slowly. I'm, I'm doing some more and more songs. Um, seems to be speeding up a bit now. Um, and I'm also playing. Um, but, but we're coming over to play in the States in September. So we're going to be doing probably about 10 dates uh, on, on the East Coast mainly. Um, so, you know, we haven't been for a couple of years. So we're looking forward to that too. Awesome. Yeah, I know it's it's coming up on, on 60 years uh, since the Yardbirds came together. It doesn't seem like it's been that long to you. I, I mean, that's a lot of ground you've covered over the years. <laughs> it's a lot of ground, isn't it? And it's... Uh, it's quite interesting to, to look back on it and see where, you know, how it started and where it's gone and all the different people that have played in the band, um, you know, some of the great guitar players, obviously. Um, but it, yes, it's gone, it's gone quickly. 
gone quickly. Uh, and uh, I'm amazed it's still popular. That's the, that's the great thing for me, that people still love the music. Well, you definitely have had an influence on uh, just about everybody over the years. And I wanted to ask you, Jim, a guy who had a, a big influence on you, uh, Sonny Boy Williamson, and some of your memories of those early days playing with him. Yes, well, Sonny, Sonny Boy was a great uh, legendary blues man. Um, you know, we, we we liked all those all those guys, um, but uh, Sonny Boy in particular was great because we were able to meet him and play with him. You know, we did some shows with him and even a recording with him. But it, it was quite strange because we were so different to him. You know, we were like uh, young white guys from the suburbs of London. You know, he was, <laughs> and he was from you know Tennessee or somewhere. Um, and a lot older than us uh but it seemed to work you know it was it, it was great for us uh, and um he was a great performer you know uh one of the greats one of the legends definitely and i know when it comes to the yardbirds as you mentioned uh, everyone kind of cites the you know guys like jimmy page and clapton jeff beck you know starting their careers through there but um i think when you look at the influence that you guys had on other bands who followed you. Your your drumming was um, a major influence on rock music and kind of shaped uh, how that eventually wound up. Well, yeah, I, I, I uh, you know, I, I started it. I was basically very simple. I started very simple blues drumming, and um, I, I, you know, I, I, I uh, I'm, not, I'm not at all sort of big headed. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> modest, and um, I, I do get a lot of compliments about the drumming because it was it. It was what needed for the band, you know. It was uh, it, it needed to be exciting and um, you know re- really going for it. Most of the time, when we went for a gig, we really we were really going for it, and, and uh, I, I put my everything into it. And um, yeah, yeah, I but I, I really love drum. I love drumming, you know, and something like shapes of things, you know. Uh, I think that's a that's a good example for me. I'm very proud of that one. And I think uh, your rendition of uh, Train Kept a Roll and your, your drumming on that song um, really kind of created a whole new sound, I think, that eventually morphed into, you know, more of the hard rock and, and the heavy metal. Uh, could you sense maybe you were on to something at the time when, when you were recording that song? Um, well, sort of. I mean, because people loved it, you know, but it was, it was a, an old song um, that we, you know, we did a different arrangement of. Um, uh but but it was great fun to play and of course it was uh very linked to the yardbirds because it was like a railroad song and you know yardbirds lived on the on the trains um yeah and i loved doing all that uh sort of train train drumming you know and we, we did all those sounds as well you know harmonica and the feedback and everything um I, I don't know um, whether we thought it was still, you know, going to lead on to heavy metal, but you know, we had a lot of fun, and uh, but we we knew we were doing something good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You mentioned uh, still the Yardbirds are going strong here, almost sixty years, and you guys are going to be uh, heading to the states here, as you mentioned. Uh, that's got to be great for you. Um, this is kind of like your life. I imagine you'd you'd be a bit lost if you weren't on the road now after all this time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I'm settling down a bit now. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how I'm going to be because I haven't played for you know I haven't played on the road for a couple of years. So um, 
no, I've got to keep myself fit, uh, fit at my age. <laughs> so uh, we'll see anyway. But I, I, I always love it. I love the atmosphere and I love all the, you know, the fans coming and the music. Music sounds great. And, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. And the musicians are great to work with. Um, and I always love coming to the States, you know, something that's gone on a long time for me. It's great how things worked out. Uh, you know, for you guys kind of, paying tribute to a lot of the old blues guys. And I think nowadays a lot of the people must uh, come up to you and, you know, cite you guys as a major influence. It's great that you're getting that recognition here because you guys obviously deserve it. Yes. Well, they, you know, uh, I think we, you know, we used to play all their stuff and nobody really realized uh, in the States when we came over, they, they hadn't seen people like Howling Wolf or, um, Chuck Berry, you know, Slim Harpo and Muddy Waters, all these people, they thought it was our music. And in fact, it was theirs. And we, we have to give them credit for that. I mean, they, it was great, great music and um, so exciting and soulful for us to hear. And we loved it. And that's why we played it. Excellent. Jim, I wanted to ask you also, obviously you were doing some kind of unseen things uh, on the drums back in the day. And, uh, and now the way drumming's evolved, are there some guys out there that uh, you're impressed by or, you know, just kind of hold the evolution of drumming itself? I mean, it thinks people, people seem to be kind of pushing the boundaries more and more as time goes on. <laughs> yeah, there's some amazing, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't name them all, all the, some amazing young, young drummers. And, and of course the jazz drummers still Play, play great, you know, um, you know, the Art Blakeys and all these these guys, um, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and I loved all that. Um, people like Joe Morello, um, you know, from Dave Brubeck, he was one of my idols, and, um, you know, some of the early rock drummers. Um, but, the, yeah, some drumming has gone a long way, hasn't it, in, in 50 years? There's <laughs> some great drummers around now. Well, Jim, uh, again, the book, She Walks in Beauty, My Quest for the Bigger Picture, I know that's just out. Is there anything else maybe you're working on or, or something else the fans should be looking out for? Um, I don't think so. I, I mean, I still, I, I have a, a solo, uh, you know, I, I like solo project too, you know, and I like to sing and play my own songs, you know. Uh, I've done a few solo albums, but you can you can get all the information off my website, you know, uh, jimmccarty.co.uk. Uh, it's all on there, what I've done and, and what will be coming up. Excellent. Jim, again, it's been an absolute honor to speak with you. And uh, the new book is great. And I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you for having me on. Uh, you bet. Anytime. Thank you so much, Jim. Okay. okay. Cheers. And again, that was Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Jim McCarty, founder and drummer for The Yardbirds. And his new book, She Walks in Beauty, My Quest for the Bigger Picture, is out now. you diamonds bright 
Hi, this is Dave Clark. This is Dave Clark 5. You're tuned in to the Fire Count. Enjoy. We were young with all of our life. Catch us if you can. Catch us if you can.
spread around against me. Just how much you
This is Neil Smith, a drummer and founding member of the original Alice Cooper Group, and you are listening to The Five Count. So rock on.
Seems like 48 hours ago that we started this show. That's crazy. That was our interview with Jim McCarty from the Yardbirds. Awesome. His new book, She Walks in Beauty, My Quest for the Bigger Picture. Man. It's available now. Ton, when are you going to get your book out? You've got a lot of life left to live. Yeah, you know, like just wait until I'm old if I survive past next week. Wait until I'm like an old, old man, and then I'll write this book. Are you worried, though, that if you wait too long, you're going to end up with a book that's like 1,200 pages, and that's not going to sell? It's very possible. You're going to have to bust it up into volumes, because you've lived a life, and then another life. (laughs) A couple few lives. So here's the question. How do I get set up with, with one of those, what do you even call it? The person where I just like tell them, my life story and they sit there and write it while i'm talking to them a ghost writer yeah i think we just talked about that how do we set that up i think you can hire one yeah so you're gonna do it it. or i mean i can i was doing it in secret but i guess it would be better if you had some input okay because i was just filling in the blanks a lot of blanks because i honestly don't know anything about you (laughs) <laughs> so there's, it's, I mean, it's like a lot of blanks. Historical fiction, I think I would yeah. call it. Well, it's probably fine. I mean, I trust you. All right. I'll shop that around. <laughs> that's awesome. Ton, I got a question that somebody sent into the five count mailbag. Really? It's a question for you, I believe. Okay. Please describe your ideal donut. Wow. Signed, Mav, Rick, Shilwai. Shilwai. Mavriki. Mav E. Rick Shilwai. Mav E. Ricky Shilwai. I think I'm saying that right. All right. Billy Floyd shouts is his name. Oh, Tom. nice. Okay. Just messing with you. Okay. Donut. Ideal donut. Man. Ton can't eat donuts. I can't really. That's the joke. And I haven't eaten them in a long time, but um, let me just share an experience, okay? An experience. Wow. I, I worked at a grocery store for a lot of years at downtown Hy-Vee in Mankato. And uh, back in the days, I would work until like 11 o'clock at night or whatever, or sometimes midnight or something. And the Work. bakers would come in like around 11 or maybe even 10. That's very late. Were you able to maintain your helpful smile oh, at yeah. that hour? Oh, yeah. Dude. Okay. It's. Let me just tell you this. At least at that time period, I would say working for a place like Hy-Vee was 
an extremely valuable experience to carry on the things that I learned there and just about having a good attitude and whatever translate throughout life. It's pretty good. Anyway, the bakers would come in and they would start frying the donuts the night before because they had to make so many. And I'd be walking out the door and Curtis, the old baker, would be there frying donuts and he would he knew that Miguel and I would be leaving late so he'd just slide out some freshly fried and glazed donuts set them right on the top of the counter there and he's like here boys have yourself a few donuts for the ride home and that scenario was just wow like a hot Fresh, like fresh, fresh fried donut and just dunked in the glaze and it's still hot and it just like melts in your mouth. Sugary goodness. That is, has got to be like the best donut I've ever had. It didn't even have, it wasn't anything, anything fast, fancy. It could be a standard glazed or sometimes he made the, uh, what do they call them? Like the old fashioned, like the cake style donut, but still with the, just the glaze on it. Hot. Mm. Hot. That was, those were just. It was great. I loved that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, as far as um, if I were to be buying them, I I also love a nice, like, jelly field with the powdered powdered sugar on top of it or whatever, you know? Jelly donut coming. Yeah. I've eaten jelly field. I've eaten. Give Tom a jelly. He likes jelly. Boston cream pie or whatever, the. What, is that the pudding one? I'll eat the one with like the I've never been to Boston whipped cream style inside there too. I'll eat all that business, dude. Delicious. You know what mine is? Jelly's good though. It's not even a donut that I ate. Those jelly filled munchkins are really good too. Holy crap! That sounds made up. I haven't had those in forever. My ideal donut was not one that I ate, but it was a three day old half eaten donut that. Former five count house band drummer Al Carlson ate out of the trash can. Yes, dude. <laughs> wow. That was my ideal donut. You know, I was just thinking about Al the other day. What a man. I just feel I I almost called him. I almost just thought like I should call Al out of the blue and just like rip a solo. Cause he's not gonna he's not gonna pick up. I'm gonna leave a voicemail. I'm gonna rip a solo on that bad boy and be like, Al miss you bro and then rip a solo he would love that he would love that he'd probably piss himself he would love it so much and then he'd call me it's right the natural back. progression yeah he'd call me back crying probably man what a guy you know what i mean it's like been so long since i've seen al since i got a hug from al you know what i mean how long has it been like like years like a decade even maybe yeah like probably 10 years Wow. I think you might be on to something. Man. It's like, what's the problem? Well, Ton, there is no problem because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Awesome. No problems there. There's no problems with that. Listen, Ton, May 19th, 2012. It was me and you and our special guest, Bus Driver. Oh, yeah, dude. Remember when we had Bus Driver on? Yeah. The rapper? Very cool. That was an interesting interview. 
Because he seemed like he was asleep or annoyed or jealous of you. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. But uh, we played a lot of Bus Driver, and we talked about Bus Driver. Cool. Get on the bus, yo. Ten years ago. Yeah, dude. Ton was talking to Bus Driver. I'm into it. If you have not heard of Bus Driver, you should hear of Bus Driver. You should look him up. Maybe go to thefivecount.com and find this show. Played all sorts of Bus Driver. It's a good plan. May 19th, 2012. Just search for it right on the website and look for it and it'll be there. And you can say, hey, you can listen to it and hear how Ton has matured over the years. Yeah, you can share it around to your buddies. Do you guys out there have buddies? You know what I mean? I feel like I talk about people having buddies and sharing stuff with their buddies, and it doesn't seem like that happens. Can you tell me out there? Somebody just let me know. 507-519-2030. Just send a text if you have any buddies. Buddy. Do you think people who listen to this uh, regularly on Saturday nights, by default, probably not a lot of buddies. They got to have some kind of buddies, though, right? I think they probably see you as a buddy. Okay. I mean, An that's unattainable cool. buddy. Tell me if I'm your buddy. And then we'll still, like, that'll be the start of the conversation. You know what? I don't have any buddies either. That's like, why hey, I've buddy. been up here. Maybe it's me. I'm your buddy. Well, yeah, but you're here contractually. <laughs> Not really. You're contractually obligated to be my on-air buddy. Come on, dude. I could leave at any moment. I could jump on this one wheel and just one wheel right on out of here. But I won't. Because you're my buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ton. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. That was good 10 years ago. Thanks. Except I wish Al Carlson was on the show. It's been about 11 years ago. In five count history, the last time we played What's with Al Carlson. Do we even have his phone number? Do you have his phone number? I don't. You don't? Dude, come on. I feel like that phone number along with that phone was dropped in the toilet several times in Al the last 10 years. Carlson. I mean, I feel like we should just call him. I feel like we should play some more music. Okay. I mean, we can if you want. I do. I really do. I'm not opposed to calling Al, but I mean. Do you want to call him when we come back? Sure. I mean, we can try to. Or should we wait till next week? Show's going to be over. Okay. Yeah, we can't do it when we come back. Okay. Next week. Please. Please next week. Oh, sorry. Got distracted. This is some intense music. This bed music is very intense. This is an intense program. I feel like I'm chasing someone or being chased. Let's play music. Yes. Some think Noah was made for fun and frolic, and so do I, and so do I. Some think it's right to be so melancholic, to pine aside, to pine aside. Ah, but I, I like to spend my time in singing some joyous song, 
some joyous song To set the air with music ever ringing It's far from wrong, it's far from wrong Hark it, hark it, music sounds afar Hark it, hark it, with the happy heart Funiculi, funicula, funiculi, funicula Joy is everywhere, funiculi, funicula Hark it, hark it, music sounds afar Hark it, hark it, with the happy heart Funiculi, funicula, funiculi, funicula Joy is everywhere, funiculi, funicula Dancing when songs they play, oh they play. And how can anybody keep from prancing? We should be gay, yes, yes, we be gay. A song can make most anybody happy. So let us sing, yes, let us sing. Oh, my song is full of life and good and snappy. I got the swing and everything.
This is Robin Trower and you're listening to The Five Count. When it's other and no more walls to conquer Talk back, tremble in lips Shaky legs, don't just stand there Don't let her know that she's getting through to you Talk back, tremble in lips Burning eyes Behind my broken heart I guess 
everybody. This is Bill Manspeaker from the world's worst band, Green Jello. And you're listening to the Five Count.
Don't be scared, son. We're back. Yes. It's the five count on KMSU. It's a really good program. I mean, if you're just tuning in now, um, you've probably missed out on the best program you could have ever experienced in your life. And it's possible that it will never even happen again. Um, but you can certainly continue to try to relive the glory by going to the five count.com and then realizing how much amazing program over the last like 17, 18 years that you've missed out on. And then you can say, way to go, you dingus, to yourself. Yeah, I bet you feel like a real ass. Probably do. Like a donkey, are you saying? I think that's what I meant. Okay. Or maybe like uh, bots. You probably would feel that way. I mean, just just think about it for a second. I mean, just listen to this bed music. Just look at Dusty's beautiful Master Gardener shirt. I mean, I know that we're on air and you can't really see through your radio, but just visualize it in your mind. I am wearing a big, giant, canary yellow Master Gardener shirt. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, you know? And it's like you've missed all of it. Yeah, you really blew it. It's crazy. Well, you know what, Tom? There's always next Saturday. Or you could uh, join us on Patreon, and then you could say to yourself, well, there's always next Thursday. Yes. Because then you can hear the show early on Thursdays instead of waiting for Saturday night. Like a guy that's not cool at all. Yeah, man. You know the type. Why would you sit there and just keep on being a guy who's not cool at all? It's easy to remedy. Just join us on Patreon. Just join us. You also get to watch everything else that we do and listen to things and nobody else can watch them or hear them. And you'll be like, ha I know this thing you don't know. Jerk. <laughs> well, don't be calling people jerks. I mean, come on. Spread the love, why don't you? But don't spread around the... Uh, the shows chlamydia or well yeah don't spread that around if you can help it spread the shows around tell your buddies if you have any all your friends just send them links but chlamydia keep that to yourself you know what i'm saying that's not okay have you seen the latest episodes of the five count co-op no that's a let's play show on youtube where Ton and I play old video games and get real confused. Yeah, man. Awesome. You'd be surprised how little we know about the games or how much we struggle to successfully manipulate the controls. Yeah, we're terrible at these games. We suck big time, and it's hilarious. It's completely worth watching. It's like those videos you watch where young people listen to songs and they're like, whoa, this is weird. It's kind of like that, except we lived through it the first time and still aren't very good. Yeah, it's exactly, that is exactly it. That made sense. In your head. Up here. Yeah. But when it came out here. I don't know if anyone understood it, but I did. I lost it. It's fine. That's why we're buddies. Ton, I am excited for next week. Really? Because we will have a brand new episode of The Five Count at the Movies. Yes! Where you and I will watch pirated movies and talk over them and sleep through them. Love this idea. It's probably my favorite time of year. The last Friday of every month. It's pretty good. 
I don't know what we're going to watch, but you'll find out. You'll find out. Might be uh, something in the jungle to keep Todd awake. Man, I hope so. If this bed music is involved, I'll definitely stay awake. Speaking of bed music, you'll probably need some bed music after you buy that special someone a nice ceramic gift from Lori Don Ceramics. Yeah, that's a great place to shop for gifts. Lori Don Ceramics. Beautiful. You're going to need some bed music after you make a purchase there. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. <laughs> I hope you don't make those noises. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'm very uncomfortable with how this has progressed. <laughs> oh, man. Just go to Lori Don Ceramics. Just look it up. Beautiful. Ton, also on our YouTube channel, we're doing a lot of plugs. Who knew we did so much stuff that no one cares about? There's a lot of stuff happening. We got an exclusive interview with Irish singer-songwriter Gareth Dunlop. He's playing at the Cedar Cultural Center. Wow. If you're hearing this on Thursday, it's tomorrow night, May 20th. If you're hearing this on Saturday, it was last night. Way to go. Man. Gareth Dunlop. Gareth Dunlop. He's from Belfast. Really? You'd love him. Amazing. Mostly because you're like fighting people all the time. Yeah. Normal. Normal things. Totes. Man. Grocery totes. Grocery totes. Remember when that was all the rage? Putting your groceries in bags? (laughs) I think that's still a thing. In tote bags. But it was like people talked about it and you got free tote bags everywhere. You got sick of that real quick. Went back to plastic bags. I'm so... Ton, don't give a rip. Tired of the billion tote bags I have hanging. Ton said, I'm sick of these tote bags. F the dolphins. Give me some plastic. (laughs) No, I don't use plastic. But I use tote bags sometimes. I keep some in my car. But I also use the paper bags because we use them to put compost in. Because you can throw the compost just in the paper bag and everything in there i use a goat bag a goat bag i don't even know what that means what does that even mean a goat bag it's actually an old goat i hollowed out turned wow. into a bag wow is it still the like the fur is on it and everything yeah it's, it keeps you the side of your leg very warm in the oh, winter yeah did you leave the rib cage in there for like some rigidity for yeah because i put a lot of canned foods in there and yeah. stuff okay Wow. Wow. What did you do? You s- suck out the insides of like a shop pack or what? That's a you- trade secret, Tom. Okay. I mean, it's a little creepy. Why a goat? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, if you don't mind me asking. It was the is, right size. Is for- it the eyeball thing that you love so much? You love that they have the square pupil thing. You like, you've. I didn't leave the head on it. You've mentioned that to me like at least 37 times about how you think their eyes are cool. I didn't realize I talked about goats so much. I mean, you do. Hey, Ton, speaking of goats, the goats of public radio are coming up. Nice. The true punks. I can't wait. See you next time. See ya.